Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Well, there you go. Ray, you should have bet the over because uh, joining the show, Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman. Insider calls presented by BetQL. Get access to data, insights, sportsbooks. Don't want you to see. Bet smarter. Beat the books. Download BetQL app. Visit the BetQL.com today. John is also the host of the Odyssey original podcast, Big Time Baseball. And John, let's be honest, some big time thumbs might have gotten you in a little hot water out here in the Bay Area. You're toying with some emotions. Thank you for joining us from the winter meetings, John. First of all, tell us about the splits for Arson Judge, and does Farhan want to platoon Aaron Judge with Arson Judge? (laughs) That's good. You're funny. That's a good one. I like that. (laughs) So, obviously, you uh, got a little birdie in your ear telling you something. You were very excited to get it out, and not even a few minutes later, you're retracting it. Can you just take us through... What went on? I heard that he was going to the Giants from a couple of people, so I thought it was good enough. Uh, You know, uh, since then, the Giants have said they haven't heard. The Yankees have said they haven't heard. So, I mean, I think they would know before me uh, if there's anything definitive. Um, You know, at this point, I can just say the tea leaves look a lot more positive than they did before for the Giants, but I, I. this point, I do not. I, I would not report that obviously because I retracted it. So it was an error to go that quickly with it. I don't know if you'd be willing to tell me this or not. Was it the San Francisco Giants who told you that you don't have the right information at this time? Because if it did, that would mean maybe the Giants are a little bit more concerned about this than. I mean, the Giants yeah, might I know something. Know. I, I don't want to guess at who's concerned for what reason or whatever. But you could see whatever my tweet said was, is what, I, what I'm sticking with now, the apologies. So, um, you know, they, at this point, uh, the teams have said, both teams have said that they're, they have not heard. So, um, you know, I went too quickly with it. It was premature, but it does, I would say at this point the tea leaves are looking better for the Giants than they had been. But that's not, he's going. I mean, I did say appears, giving myself a little room, but, you know, you're right about the emotions. People get emotional, and certainly every other time I've said appears, it's happened. So, uh, I get it. Do you have a sense on timeline, and by that, I mean, is this about to, you know, get done, or... Does the fact that the Padres didn't get to spend $340 million on Trey Turner suddenly make them a player? Or the fact that Turner left the Dodgers and Bellinger left the Dodgers make the Dodgers a player? Is it more complicated now, or is it still down to the two teams? 
you know, I, I thought it's basically between the two teams. Uh, I think the Dodgers have checked in and made efforts, and I don't think it's too likely. That's the way it looks for the Dodgers. But I'm not ruling anybody out at this point because you never know uh, what might happen. John Heyman joining us from the winter meetings. Again, the news that did come out today is that Cody Bellinger has signed a one-year, $17.5 million deal with the Cubs. Um, you know, it, it, are, are you surprised that he's betting on himself with just a one-year deal? No, that's that was clear. That's what he wanted to do is bet on himself, and he figures he's going to regain his form and, and then get a big uh, free agent deal a year from now. Uh, makes sense. Uh, off the year that he had, he wasn't going to get any kind of a contract like he had been envisioning in 2018 and 2019 when he was a star. So I, I get it. Uh, he is betting on himself. Thinks he's going to regain form. I think he felt, you know, remember in the in the I believe it was the World Series where he was injured with the high five and that needed shoulder surgery, and you know perhaps he really wasn't quite recovered. So um, you know, I give guys credit who bet on themselves. Um, was was there a signing that's happened so far that has caught everybody by surprise? Uh, could it have been the Degrom deal? That was an interesting one. I, I mean, Zach Eflin, believe it or not, for forty million seemed rather high to a lot of us. Uh, the pitching market has gone crazy. Uh, they're 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 all getting more than we expected. So, but Degrom, to me, uh, five years, I, I did not expect that. He's obviously an incredible talent. So, you know, I get it in a sense because you know, if, even if he pitches half the games, they're going to be very well pitched games. So, uh, you know, at least at least you're getting a superstar there when he pitches. Uh, some of these deals, the $10 million for guys who do 13 innings, things like that, uh, you know, I have to question it. John Heyman from the winter meetings here. We're waiting on news from Aaron Judge, which John says is between pretty much the Giants and the Yankees. So is there a, a, a last-minute negotiation? Is there, you know, sort of a, uh, you know, here's the offer, Pinstripes, are yeah. you going to better that or not? Do you think Judge takes an offer back to New York, or is he waiting on the money to go up or the years to go up? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I really, you know, I can't get inside his head. He obviously is, uh, you know, it's taken a little longer than we thought. You know, but a lot of star players have, have not signed until January, February, whatever. But here's where it seems fairly well defined with two teams. Uh, his quote-unquote hometown team and the team he's been with for a long time. So, I mean, he certainly has formed an opinion about the Yankees, and he's had a good chance to form an opinion about the Giants. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, usually the deal is very important, but maybe it's about where he wants to be. And, uh, you know, obviously the Giants sounded very optimistic um, the other day, and uh, obviously they, they did a good job of uh, recruiting, and... Uh, you know, I, they feel like they have a shot here, which, you know, at the beginning, a lot of people felt that uh, it'd be a shocker if he left the legacy behind. John, in your experience, does a lot of news come out of winter meetings post 7 p.m. East Coast time? Because that's where we are. It feels like a lot of stuff you'd want early in the day throughout the news cycle, especially a story this big. Do you think this story at least goes to bed tonight and we get our possible conclusion tomorrow or <laughs> might something happen before ray and i are off the air two hours from now <laughs> well i can typically predict exactly uh when when a deal is going to be uh, finalized but it feels fairly close at this point i, w I will say that so yeah. uh, 
Yeah, I would say fairly close. Does that mean tonight, tomorrow? I, I couldn't swear to you. Um, you know, we, we were thinking he might be here today, and uh, we're not sure if he is going to be here or not. Nobody is really saying. Uh, you know, obviously this is a big deal, and everybody's been relatively quiet about it to this point. Um, but it, it does feel like it's going to be fairly soon. Uh, he, he is going to Hawaii in a few days, and presumably he'd want to have it wrapped up before he leaves, goes for Hawaii anyway. Uh, has there been any... Um behind the potted palms in the lobby talk about who else the Giants might be targeting, if anybody, or are they all in on Judge? And Well, I think the market's being held up by Judge, and it's a huge contract, but they're certainly talking to Rodon. They're talking to other outfielders. They tried to get Bellinger. Uh, they're still working. They're talking to shortstops. You know, if they don't get Judge, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if they went out and signed Correa or Bogertz or somebody like that, because they obviously want to spend to win there. I give them credit. Uh, you know, they do a good job from the business standpoint, and they're, they're trying hard. So they're talking all these big players, but I think the Yankees and Giants are generally on hold for these other big players right now. Yankees made a signing of Tommy Canely and Lever, but I think at this point they're waiting on the others. John, do you think 360 is the max offer the Giants are willing to go, or would uh, they go to 375? <laughs> that I don't know, but uh, I do think that's about where we are right now. So, as we look around, if the Giants don't land Judge, if he goes back to New York, I yeah. think fans would understand that. If there is a third team that comes in the 11th hour, people are going to be very, very angry about that. If, if the number is about $400 million, what do you think Farhan would then pivot to to spend that? I mean, I know you just said Bogarts, yeah. Dansby Swanson. Well, you, yeah, I think the shortstops, it, look, it feels that way, or Rodon. I mean, you're... They want to get a, a, a big star, right? So Judge is clearly the biggest star. If they don't get him, I think they would look at the shortstops next. But they're in the Rodon market along with a number of other teams. Uh, you know, Rodon's a great pitcher, but he's not going to excite the fan base as certainly Judge would and probably the, the shortstops would. So I, I, I think those shortstops will be in good shape if they, you know, if Judge does go to New York. John, thank you very much for joining uh, us today. You. Uh, if you get running up a bar tab, put it on the room. Thank you. All right, thank you. John Heyman, Odyssey MLB Insider. Insider Calls presented by BetQL. BetQL to help make us uh, all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter. Beat the books. Download the BetQL app. All right. So, we appreciate, to it. I appreciate John Heyman's time. He did cop to it, saying his Twitter's got in front of himself. But he's got nothing. He's got no information that he was willing to share with us in that interview to really lead us down which way he's feeling, one way or the other. So I also think he's a little skittish about returning to that spot above his skis where he looked down and thought he saw something he didn't. So he might know more than he's letting on, but if I were him, even if I did, I'd, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't venture any more guesses because the last time I ventured a guess, I ended up looking like an idiot. You don't want to be out in front of wrong information, not even once. You certainly don't want to be out in front of wrong information twice. We're trying to get the right information. Uh, hey, John Heyman sounds a lot like Trent Balky. Yeah, he kind of did. He does. He's, he's, he's clearly been working the phones. Uh, by the way, the merch store, it's open. It's live, 957thegameshop.com for everything you might need station merch related, that is. Damon and Ratto here on 95.7 The Game. We got Peter King joining us at 5 o'clock, getting in deep into the NFL. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Demon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. Welcome on back. It's good to have you here. Everything we do can be found on the Odyssey app. Download it today and bask in it. You'll be happy that you did. Someone from uh, the 408 says, John Heyman sounds a little defeated. That's the postman in Capitola. Hey, he got a major egg on his face. Trying to be first to the front of the line with Aaron Judge news, which he quickly then had to retract and say, I don't have the news. Somebody says, Heyman, calling you a funny guy. Sounded a lot like Leota and Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a funny guy. Funny guy. Again, that wasn't a Leota line. Uh, that was Pesci. Uh, but uh, an interesting observation here, Ray, is that someone from the 707 on the Xfinity Mobile text line says, you can tell that John Heyman knows something. The body language says it all. You could tell his body language from that phone call. That's incredible. You should go work for the FBI. It's, I, I, I've never gotten body language out of a phone call. So I, I don't know how, how that was concluded. But look, here's what John Heyman knows. He knows whatever someone tells him. Someone told him something that they quickly told him it was wrong. And that's why he took it back. But he didn't know if it was going to be dickering or negotiating over years. He didn't know if it was going to be the money. He suspects it's between two teams because that's the story that everyone's been told. Will the Padres or the Dodgers emerge? I think that is now the biggest threat to this happening. Because the Dodgers and the Padres got a level of money that they are either capable or desiring to spend and have been told, no, thank you. At least the Padres have. So, I don't know. What, what do you think? I, I think the bidding is resuming. I think, I think the market has opened up again. Um, I know I think, I think judges' people knew that Turner was going leave to the, leave the Dodgers. I don't know how well they knew about San Diego's late interest. But 
they know that there are now two other big spending teams who have money that they're ready to commit to somebody and Judge is one of the game's leading somebodies. I also wouldn't be surprised, weirdly enough, even though they just fired down 300 large, if the Phillies wouldn't make a run and just go, you know what? Screw it. We're going to be we're going to spend like the Warriors without a luxury tax and just go mad. I mean, I, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised that there are four or five teams that are in this now, whereas there used to be only two. Now, there still might be two that are the leaders in the clubhouse. But, you know, if I'm if I Peter Seidler, I'm totally getting involved in the judge market. Like, this is why you don't let the player out of the ballpark. You don't let him back to the airport. You know, the Giants, if they really do have 360 over 9, Farhan should be getting approval for 400 over 10 right now. Oh, and by the be. way, that is that is poison pill. That is a contract that the day it's offered, it's built to fail eventually. Who cares? Prices of crab sandwiches and... Anchor steams are going up in that ballpark no matter what. So who cares? Who cares? Well, I mean, I think that's the lesson that that the Phillies and the Padres have been teaching us, which is you could still make more money, you know, by burning money. You know, just just throw it out there. You, you'll get, I mean, the Padres, you know, we talked about the Giants with, you know, losing 800,000 in attendance. The Padres, you know, were one of the leading attendance teams in baseball again this year. And it's because people get excited when you burn money on players. Well, and they're they also love the, that. They're the only game in town. So all they have to but, do is give a legitimate work trying, and you will hold the city's attention. But they've been the only game in town since the Chargers left. The fact is, they got the spike this year because they went out and got Juan Soto a year after getting Tatis and, and Machado nailed down, they are now in that town, not just the only thing, they are a big thing. And I think fans love that more than anything else. One of the reasons the Warriors sell out all the time is because, you know, they have rings, yes, they have the new building, but they also throw money around like it's not even theirs. And I, people, as much as they say players are paid too much, they don't believe it for a minute. They love seeing their guys make sixty million a year. Well, and everybody in the Bay Area likes a big ticket item. That's why. That's why minor league baseball, minor league sports. I don't think it ever really work around here because there isn't an allure of man. There's a lot on the line tonight with the way that they put this together. Like it's just this is a this is a decidedly first class spend to impress me town. And I'm not saying that that's a, a good or noble thing, but that's clearly what works around here. But, but it works just about anywhere. I mean, that's the thing. You throw money around, people go, man, this guy's committed. I just, it's just, it's human nature. They want to see what you spent all that money on. And I think, you know, the Padres have shown that. The Dodgers have spent money forever and draw like crazy. The Yankees have spent money forever. They draw like crazy. The only team that I can think of, at least in baseball, that doesn't spend like crazy and still draws all the time is the Cardinals. You don't see them in the Aaron Judge bidding, even though they got plenty of dough to do that. They don't have to spend like crazy because they develop smartly. They really do. 
But what I'm saying is they've never been in the market for a big ticket guy. When when Albert Pujols' money, uh, contract came up, they weren't players. They said, okay, see Albert. We'll catch you on the backside. I mean, just it's... I mean, I don't know. I mean, the the Angels spend money. They draw pretty well for a team that never wins. You know, I mean, the Angels are basically a laughing stock, and they're still getting thirty thousand a night. Well, they do get to officially offer you two of the shiniest objects in the entire baseball universe to come and watch. That's nice. Well, I mean, yeah. they they have that, but they've been drawing thirty thirty thousand a night for ever. I mean, that's you know. They don't mind throwing money or they just don't throw it around evenly or well, which is why, you know, they will be able to say in 10 years that they wasted two generational talents simultaneously. Um, when Barry Bond signed with the Giants 30 years ago today, what was the buzz like in this town? Like, was what were the... Were the ticket sellers at Candlestick's phones ringing off the hook based on that alone? Did they sell 5,000 more season tickets that week than had they not done it? They never made an announcement about that. But as I recall, two things happened. They, um, they went from being a mediocre team to a really good team. And they had a guy to sell. I'm just going to look up, um, you know, their... their season over season attendance figures but I can do that while I'm talking to you. The truth is the, the there was significant buzz because why wouldn't there be? I mean, you know, you're you know, the 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 49ers had run their course as an as an elite team. The Warriors were mediocre. Um the A's were hot, but they were on the other side of town. Um truthfully, they, you know, they were. They became a. They became a big talking point. I mean, the Giants. You know, don't forget, they had gotten to a World Series in '89, so it wasn't like they had a long fallow period where they weren't very good. But when they got bonds done, and they got a, an ownership change after looking like they were moving to Tampa, yeah, they, they there was an electricity in the town, no question. We got another Bay Area sports anniversary today, Ray. 22 years ago, in 2000, Antoine Jamison and Kobe Bryant each dropped 51 points. Only time, uh, it's, it's only happened six times in NBA history. The two times scored 50, uh, two opponents scored 50 plus in the same game. Uh, by the way, the Lakers beat the Warriors la uh, that night, 125-122 in overtime. So that's why the Warriors could have... Nothing nice, and that was in the you get nothing nice era, and that was a very good era for the Lakers, who had to settle for their second straight NBA championship that season. They'd go on to win the next one as well for a three-peat. The Warriors won 17 games in 2000 and 2001 season. And, uh, but they were in almost 20 of them. Hey, Antoine Jameson was all this team had to sell for about a three-year period. Yeah, and turned out to have a pretty good career, but he wasn't a guy who was going to change your franchise. By the way, the Giants went, uh, in 1993, they averaged 13,000 more per game than, than the previous year before they had bonds. Just adding bonds, 13,000 more. The only team that, that, that did better year over year was Philadelphia. When I go back and think to 92, 
What are the Phillies looking like in '92? What are we talking there? Uh, don't look it up. It doesn't matter. Anyways, uh, I you know this like all old NBA games. I immediately opened up the box score. Ray Larry Hughes chipped in 24 and nine in that three point overtime loss. Mookie Blaylock came off the bench with 11. Vontigo Cummings, a very Vontigo game. Six points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks from Vontigo that night. Eric Dampier had a very rough night. Shaquille O'Neal had a good night. 25 points, 10 rebounds, and six blocks. The night Kobe and Antoine Jameson each traded 51s. So that was 22 years ago, 30 years ago, Barry Bond signed. And somebody says here, <laughs> yeah, Damon, it was a great timeout. It sure was. There's no doubt about that. Um, look, you know, somebody says it's just, it's, you know, it like uh, enough. Like it's going to happen. It'll happen when it happens, when it happens, when it happens. And I agree with you. I really do. But we had our emotions toyed with today. We absolutely had the, oh, it's happening. Everyone battle stations. And then, oh, no, never mind. We're not even going to war on this. It's not going to happen. I don't think we're going to get anything tonight, Ray. I gave it at 3 o'clock. I gave a 90-minute window. That 90-minute window officially has been eclipsed. And I just don't see. Well, actually, that's not true. Because baseball is so bad at its own PR, I could see them screw this up and get this out late at night. (laughs) <laughs> and not really capitalize on all the PRs. Everyone's leaning into their phones in the afternoon. But this isn't a baseball call. That's the problem. It's not an MLB call. They throw the winter meetings, but and they will try to discourage people from having late-night announcements. But the agents control as much of this as the teams do. And if Aaron Judge wants to sign at midnight and the agent wants to tell Jeff Passan at 12.01 a.m., Baseball's got no not, got no control over that. They basically they what they do is they rent out the hall, and then they let everybody have their party. By the way, the year before the Phillies were in the World Series that year, you had Dykstra, you had Mitch Williams going full wild thing, you had uh, Dutch Dalton, mm-hmm. and they yeah and Kurt they Schilling, went, and they went back in '93. Yeah, Cito Gaston got some right twice. Right? Yeah. Uh, Fast-moving week on 95.7 The Game. I can tell you this. The Warriors are going to be in Utah tomorrow. They're going to be there without Steph Curry, who's out with an ankle. Draymond's hip has flared up, and Andrew Wiggins' abductor strain is enough to keep him out of the Utah game tomorrow night as well. James Wiseman has been recalled from the G League. Also happening tomorrow, Ray, one of my absolute favorite shows of the entire year, you and I down at the Guardsman Tree Lot spreading that Holiday cheer. That's right. Oh, yeah. Pull up to the fire. Open some presents. All the holiday cheer and stuff you could possibly need to decorate your home, your hearth, your tree with at the Guardsman Tree Lot tomorrow, a charity that is very, very important to me giving back money to Bay Area at-risk youth here and providing educations to kids who would normally not be in a very good educational situation. That's what the guardsmen do. We send kids to summer camp. You can come support that by picking up a Christmas tree tomorrow. Ray, we're going to be giving away some trees tomorrow. The old first one to come down and ask for it might get a Christmas tree tomorrow. We're going to be doing that and looking forward to it. It's the one day of the year where Ray is actually nice to people. 
That's a lie. No, you were very nice to everyone. It's happened several years I in a row. I simply didn't speak. No, you were nicer than you want to admit. I and believe you're lying to people. No, don't. Do not make me talk about the charitable donation that you also made last year. We want you to double it this year too, man. So you know. Oh, you can bring your wallet. Off. You could piss off with that. <laughs> bring your wallet, Ray. It's been a hard year for me. It's been a hard year for everyone. So look, I uh, I'm, I'm going to go uh, double my money in Las Vegas over the weekend. So when I come back, we're all going to be uh, uh, stinking rich. Because I'm going to spread the wealth around the station. Uh, and this leads up to a kind of chowderhead weekend in the Bay Area. Like the Celtics are going to be at Chase Center on Saturday. And the way that they're playing right now, the way the Warriors are playing right now, the Celtics are going to win that game by 30 points. <laughs> I mean, the Warriors should be on full red alert. Uh, Celtics are going to come in here and embarrass them if they throw out anything that resembles the effort that we saw last night. That was a disgraceful night of Warriors basketball. And they're way too happy with the three-point shot. A three-point shot shot 52 times means you're settling. You're getting lazy. Uh, they only th- jacked up 44 last night. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Too many. Too many. No, I mean, I yeah, I, the Warriors have been good for, for the last month. Not great, but they've been good. Last night was an anomaly, yeah, but they weren't very interesting at all. Trending upwards, and then and, last night was a screeching halt on that trend. And Stephen Curry shooting 3 for 17 sort of stu- stood out like a sore thumb, too. It's as bad of a game as I've ever seen him have. I mean, how many air balls do you think you can say you've seen Steph shoot in a big moment? Well, if this ankle thing is, is serious enough, it would explain it, or help explain it, but 3 for 17 is awful. Like I said, it's kind of a chowderhead weekend in the Bay Area. The Celtics are going to be here. And look, we all know that Tom Brady is still very much the darling of many chowderheads. He's going to be here with the Bucks on Sunday. And look, since there are going to be so many people from Boston and Tampa who pull for uh, American League East teams, like the Giants should just do that division a favor and sign Aaron Judge. Just get him right out of the Bronx. It's going to make everyone who roots for the Red Sox and the Rays happy. Bring Aaron Judge to the Bay Area, San Francisco Giants. You have so sort of committed yourself to this happening, you damn well better make sure it does. And someone was saying, look, $360 million, doesn't that sound like the Giants are being a little cheap? $360 million over nine years is $40 million a year, which is more money than anybody in baseball has ever made in any season, right? On the other hand, the market is what the market is. And if the Padres say, yeah, 40 sounds good, Giants will have to go to 43 or drop out. Yeah. I mean, there's, there, there's nothing that says that $360 million is all you can spend on Aaron Judge if you want to spend more. I mean, that's the beauty of having no you know, salary cap. You can go as deep as you want. And I think we know of three teams right off the top of our heads that are willing to do that because they've done it before. Peter King. It's going to be joining us in less than a half an hour from now. We obviously have a uh, big week 13 to go around. And by the way, did you watch any of that Saints-Bucks games last night? Because the game stunk. And Tom Brady was about to hear like a barrage of, why did you leave your Brazilian supermodel wife to come back to this? Like, what are you doing? And then Tom Brady pulled a little miracle out of his pocket. Would they score the winning touchdown with three seconds left in the game? Yeah. Woo! Brady rallies late. But even at that, 
it was one of the most tepid comebacks he's ever engineered because it was a, like you said it was a nothing game and he had to throw 54 times to well, get that done. I mean it was just got no running game right now they're well, one no, which I understand but I mean it just it's it looked more like a desperation than it did a master plan in fact, I think oh, you don't think the plan to, was to get down sixteen to three and then win? That wasn't the plan, right? Well, no, but no, I'm talking about just the whole night. They never seemed to have sort of any sort of concept of what they wanted to do, you know. And and this is not the first time that's happened. This is like the fifth time this year he's thrown fifty plus times. Look, their plan is officially Brady carries us or we lose. That's it. That's yeah. what they got. I mean, they they had to come back. They're six and six. They're awful. I mean that whole division's awful. In fact, the two South divisions are awful. The 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 AFC South is gruesome. I mean they they came, you know, they 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 got swept again this week. Nobody won, and three of those games were routes. I mean the southeastern part of the United States has been abandoned by the NFL. They just gave it over to the SEC and said we're out. <laughs> George is like we're in. Cool. Yeah. Um, by the way, Brady was 0-37 in the regular season and 1-43 in the playoffs when trailing by at least 13 points. He is now two wins in that scenario. He's won two. The, uh, the, the only other time in the win he's, in his career he's erased a 13-point fourth-quarter deficit was 28-3 to the Falcons in the Super Bowl. So you can say it wasn't... Uh, a thrilling game. It wasn't, but it was a big win for Brady in the end, and they are 6-6, six and six, and they are coming to take on the Brock Purdy-led San Francisco 49ers. But for how long is Brock Purdy really going to lead the San Francisco 49ers? Because today we did learn that there won't be a surgery on Jimmy Garoppolo's broken foot. And he didn't break the Liss Frank, which I guess is the there is no coming back from that quickly bone break in the foot. So there is now an actual scenario where Jimmy Garoppolo could rejoin the San Francisco 49ers in the postseason. I don't even know if that's good for business, to be totally honest with you. If Brock Purdy gets them to the postseason and is actually playing well. And I would really, Ray, I, I would love to drug Kyle Shanahan. A little sodium You've pentothal. You've wanted to do that for a long time. Hey, well... But not with the good stuff. Sodium pentothal. So we can get to the truth, the real truth. And I have four questions for Kyle Shanahan if I could be guaranteed the real truth. Do you really think that Purdy can navigate a postseason run? Just yes or no. Do you believe that that can happen? Yes or no, Kyle? Two. Do you really think that Trey Lance is still where your future lies? Number three. How stupid do you feel for having gone through all of this with Jimmy G in the first place? Imagine if you just remain committed to him and use those draft picks that you traded away on not a backup quarterback, but on players that could make an incredibly well-built team even more well-built. And finally, maybe the true $100,000 question, if you could actually get it out of Kyle Shanahan, is simply this. What really was the breaking point that he reached with Jimmy that made him want out of the Garoppolo business in the first place? What was it? What was it? What, what, what really was it? Was it the 
He does disappear in the offseason. He's not working hard enough. He's not as committed. He pukes down his own jersey in fourth quarters of big games. I, what, what really was it? Was it the injury concern? Was it he doesn't let the long ball go? Was it I can't play any more than in this 15-yard box that, you know, clearly I like calling plays in, but I even want to call plays in a bigger box than that? What was it? What was it? Because there are times where everyone clearly knew why it was time to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo, and then he has played stretches that make you think, what the hell's going on? Why would you walk away from this guy when he fits the style of football you say you want to play so well? Well, again, I don't think there was... I think he's had like three or four master plans here. But he abandons them quickly when he sees that he can't pull them off. I don't know why he wanted to move on from Garoppolo, but he clearly did. And then he did until Lance turned out that he wasn't ready last year. So he stuck with Garoppolo. This year, he made it clear, Garoppolo's gone. But then he couldn't trade him. So now he's got a decision to make. Do I really want to go with Trey Lance and then Nate Sudfeld as my backup? And he said no. So uh, uh, what I think is, he's had a bunch of different plans, and they change with the circumstances. That's a terrible way to make long-term plans. Well, that maybe the lesson here is that in the NFL, you don't make long-term plans, especially when you're talking about a quarterback who wasn't an embarrassment to you. We're going to go ahead and have Peter King join us at 5 o'clock this afternoon. When we do come back, one of my single favorite 49ers press releases I've read in a really long time. Stick around for all that and Peter King at 5 o'clock. Obviously, if anything happens with Aaron Judge, I swear to God, we will stop the damn commercial break and let you know something has happened But in the meantime, I don't think anything's going to happen tonight with Aaron Judge. I do think something, though, could happen tomorrow when Ray and I are going to be down at the Guardsman tree lot. So maybe you're making plans to even come see us. Ray's going to be bouncing kids on his knee. It's going to be absolutely adorable. Uh, Damon and Ratto here on 95.7 The Game. We are brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. Back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. Oh, that merch store. Go nuts in it. Go nuts. 957thegameshop.com. Everything you can possibly, let's not say need, but might want from 95.7 The Game can be found there. All of our audio obviously can be found on the Odyssey app. And you're going to find Peter King with us at 5 o'clock in about 10 minutes from right now here on 95.7 The Game. we got a lot of stuff to get into with uh, Peter King around the NFL. And obviously the news that, hey, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo might not be lost for the entire year after all. Uh, Ray, are you ready for Brock Purdy to play very well, capture everyone in the Bay Area's imagination, win a home playoff game, only to have Jimmy finally get healthy and come on in and start a playoff game and uh, then maybe lose that? No, because I don't think it's going to play that way. I think Purdy is going to have the struggles you would expect somebody with his very short resume to, to have. I think the offense he's going to be asked to run is going to be profoundly conservative. And I think the Giant, the 49ers will win all the games they're going to win based on their ability to keep other teams from scoring. I don't think it's about 
Brock Purdy that much at all. He's the fascination. I get it. He's the new flavor in town. But I think this is a team that wins on defense. And I think they're going to keep winning on defense. And Brock Purdy can only make it worse, not better. I don't know how Kyle Shanahan can announce his defense, though, as his starting quarterback for a playoff team. Which I understand. But I think if they... I think unless Purdy is way better than I think he's going to be, Garoppolo will be the starter when he's ready to go. The question becomes, do they want to rush him back? What if this is Kaepernick and Alex Smith doesn't get the job back, even when he gets healthy? Is there any indication to you that this is Kaepernick and Alex Smith? Or are you just waxing euphoric about the possibilities? I mean, we're just we're just spitballing here. We're okay, just talking well, my sports. Spit, yeah, my spitball says that Brock Purdy is not going to be uh, Kaepernick magic. Uh, they just, I don't, I don't see it. And I could be wrong. I, mean, I, I don't know. But I'm saying the, the odds are heavily against him being as dynamic a quarterback now as Kaepernick was that year. As I just I, I just think the 49ers are going to end up winning 12 games. And they'll win them because the other team can't score. Not because Brock Purdy is going to perform magic. But they're going to have to score some points along the way. And we'll oh, see I think he'll get. I think he he'll be it. able to score more than three a game. I mean, what what's really about to change, though? With Brock Purdy, like almost nothing, right? Almost nothing. If this is sort of how we evaluate Jimmy, and this is definitely how Jimmy was evaluated by his own head coach. I think I can replace that production with a quarterback on a rookie deal. That's what that's what Kyle thought. That's what he really believed. He's got no evidence throughout his head coaching career, though, with the San Francisco Giants that he can replace Jimmy Garoppolo with anybody. And find success more often than he finds failure. Well, the, I mean, I, I think that's kind of my point, which is, you know, you're not going to keep, you know, dipping down into the bottom half of the draft and go, yep, that's the key. That's the magic. I mean, I, I, th- I think the percentage play is to expect them to do well, not because the offense is suddenly going to become vibrant and snappy, but because the defense is going to choke slam games because I think that's sort of how they got to be eight and four by the defense choke slamming games we got Peter King sorry I turned my mic off there for a second turn your mic on Damon see Ray you missed it no I I heard it that was your opportunity but I'm not going to sit there and run over you because I do it more than you do you do well that's the first time I've ever done it that's not the first time second time it's not the second time either, but I don't want to make a thing out of it. I've never done it mid-segment before. It's usually been coming back You've from never done it mid-sentence. I'll give you that. Thank you. Um, before we share some Aaron Boone sound with you, before we've got uh, Peter King joining us at 5 o'clock, I just want to quickly share with you my favorite San Francisco 49ers press release in a real long time. Ray, are you ready to go? This is going to take a minute. Because I got nowhere to go. The San Francisco 49ers today announced that they have signed quarterback Josh Johnson to a one-year deal. Are you ready? Here we go. Josh Johnson, who is six foot three, two hundred and five pounds, was originally drafted in the fifth round, one hundred and sixtieth overall in the two thousand and eight NFL draft by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Through his career, he's played a season for the Buccaneers, 
Uh, no, he's played several seasons for the Buccaneers. Then he played one season for the Cleveland Browns. Then he played a season for the Cincinnati Bengals. Then he played on three different occasions with the San Francisco 49ers. Then he signed up for two seasons with the New York Jets, one season with the Colts, the Buffalo Bills in 2015, two different seasons with the Baltimore Ravens, a season with the San Francisco, uh, excuse me, the New York Giants, a season with the Houston Texans, a season with the Washington football teams, a season with the Detroit Lions, the Denver Broncos in 2021. He just was on their practice squad. He's appeared in 37 games, nine of them started. Starts 205 of his 353 pass attempts have been completed for 2,272, 70 yards and 13 touchdowns. He's also got 76 rushes for 422 yards. That is one of the longest resumes any player in football I think has ever had. Well, go to the uh, transactions list in the Josh Johnson page on Pro Football Reference. Probably and runs you'll get three pages. Uh, well, what you'll get is that he's been. Released by the 49ers, by my count, at least six times. So, you know what? Those must have been like he's literally on the roster. or They, 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 they must be counting practice squad, I think, in order to come up with that. All they say is signed or released. Wh- whatever it is, they've gone to this well a lot. Which is another reason why I don't think Brock Purdy is the magic. I think Josh Johnson's the magic. Josh and I think we should want Josh anymore. Johnson to be the magic. No, let, let it be Brock Purdy. We don't need to learn anything more about Josh Johnson. We don't need to learn anything more. This is his time. We no. This is this is Brocktober, Ray. It's here. The month is here. Uh, this if is the Josh Tober. No, it's not Josh Tober. Uh, if the San Francisco Giants ever want to get back to an October, they need to spend money. They need to spend money on major league talent to help their major league team because all of their future lays in their minor league system. And who even knows how much future really lays there because those guys are hardly shooting up the ranks. So if the San Francisco Giants go ahead and start a free agent class with Aaron Judge, a lot of people are going to be happy about that. Aaron Boone. Manager of the New York Yankees had a little sit down with the media today where they talked about how John Heyman's tweet, that first arson judge, then corrected to Aaron Judge, was very close to signing with the Giants, was then totally retracted. And here's how Aaron Boone said that played in the Bronx. It's been an uncomfortable hour, but I don't know. You spoke to yesterday? What was the reaction like uh, among the team when you saw the report and then you saw the report pulled? Like, what, what was the reaction? So I was actually, I actually was in the shower getting ready to go through my media stuff. And so I was up in my room and then, you know, went down to meet, meet Zillow in the room. And yeah, just a lot of unknown right now. Is the general sense that you guys believe that you're still in the race for? Yeah, we haven't heard anything. So, you know, I know it's it's been you know obviously an ongoing negotiation and you know, you know obviously that's more for cash and now and stuff but um, yeah that's that's been my understanding at, at the end of the day we're you know with the New York Yankees and we you know we've always got to be in a position to do everything we can to try and be the best we can be and different things come up all the time and if you lose out on things you, you 
get certain things. So the past never stops from trying to improve and trying to become the best team we can be. And, and hopefully that continues. So there you go, Aaron Boone today at the winter meetings telling everyone, hey, I was in the bathroom, I was taking a shower when John Heyman got the excitable fingers and started firing off tweets about where Aaron Judge may play next. I get downstairs, everybody's going, wah, wah, what's going on, wah, 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 and the answer is nothing. Nothing's happened. It's 8 o'clock almost on the East Coast. If something was going to happen with Aaron Judge, I think it happens already today. I think we're now moving to tomorrow. No, I mean, it, again, it's, it's very rare when a signing gets done late or gets announced late. it's The winter meetings is designed as a PR exercise. We're going to show you our new stuff. We don't show it to you after you've gone to bed. Lucas, very you know astutely, just said in my ear, you know, the meetings are in San Diego. And you're right about that, Lucas. But believe me, Major League Baseball is always on East Coast time. It's still, New York is still... Eight o'clock. No matter, no matter where the winter meetings are, the winter meetings could be in Hawaii. Right now, it's eight o'clock in New York. Right. <laughs> Somebody's like my ten-year-old says, "Brocktober makes no sense unless it were October, maybe Brocksember." See that, but that doesn't work. So we're just moving time and space around to accommodate Brock Purdy, as anyone should do, because he's that much of an entity. Clearly now in the NFL, it's going to be fascinating to see what the 49ers actually do, how different their offense looks, performs. We all know that the defense is driving that bus, but you got to pick up a few scores along the way. You know, a 0-0 shutout doesn't get you a win. So you're going to have to score a little bit. And I think that, you know, and this isn't meant to be a slight to Jimmy. I'm not in the slighting Jimmy business. I'm really not. But everyone always said it. Everything he does is replaceable. Everything he does can be... You, you can get a, a comparable performance out of somebody else. And boy, we're about to see that experiment run in real time. By the way, speaking of real time, let me welcome everyone to your 5 o'clock hour. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.